I was an average student who used to do the bare minimum to get through classes. And uh, like most of the average students, even I had like one subject which I was very excited about. And it was history. Welcome to another episode of Writer and Geek Show. We are your hosts, uh, Vishnu and Shankar. In this episode, we are going to talk about history, a little bit about why we should learn history and uh, how we can improve the teaching methods of history. So yeah, history was my favorite subject in school. And most of my friends used to wonder what's wrong with me. Because uh, when they sit in class, history classes bored out of their mind. I used to be so much in focus and like learn all the things which were taught over there. Yeah, it was one of the best subjects I've ever studied. It's so interesting, unlike most people say. And I've always found uh, some kind of meaning at learning all these kind of history and about people in general and the culture of the past and different uh dynasties and uh, all in all it's a subject which i've always enjoyed well history was one of my favorite subjects too but not in school um maybe because of the way it was taught or something but i like to come home and read about stuff uh, which had happened in the past and if you look at our episodes here most of the things are uh, you know history related stuff yeah there comes the misconception like um uh, most of the people segregate history into something where we study about people like people from the past and cultures and dynasties and history about uh, various locations like maybe like american history or like world history european history indian history but the thing is everything that we learn today if we look at it technically it's history because we are now in the present but if we look back like 10 minutes ago what has happened is history right so uh, the thing is we are making history every second of our life but no one understands that what we do today turns into history a year later you look back at it and you'll be like oh i did that so that's part of history so uh, it's about history is about learning all about ourselves if you look at it like learn from the past and like make ourselves a better person for the future so the question raised here is that why should we learn history and uh, i did go through a lot of forums did a lot of researching on the internet and read a lot of books but there is no like foolproof uh, point which would convince you that why you should learn history but you know the thing is without history you are not complete think about being ignorant about what has happened in the past what happens is you'll take the present for granted don't you think so like uh, you have all the technology right now uh like mobile phones and coffee makers what not and uh if we don't know the history of where it came from you wouldn't understand like the trouble people have gone through in the past to develop such technologies and uh, we would end up being uh taken for granted we'll take it for granted and be like you know we are we already have it so what is the point of looking at the past and be like okay they went through all the struggles to get us here right now um yeah i agree to that um because few of the episodes that we have done you know um detailing some of the stuff like we spoke about coffee in one of the episodes and we spoke about timekeeping and all that stuff so that has a history um 
and if you learn about them go back and learn about them yes you appreciate them a little more yeah that's actually very true because a lot of our uh, the episodes we have done in the past in the past which is history yeah <laughs> it concerns about history of uh, you know the certain topics like coffee and we have talked about world war 2 so uh, the thing is from that we get to know that if we take the example of world war we get to know that there used to be a violent time uh, when people used to kill each other in search of peace so they are doing something which is against what they want to get what they actually want so uh, from learning about uh, the wars and all that we get to know that how wonderful peace is and why we should strive to keep the world in peace and uh, if we talk about coffee we didn't know that uh, the coffee culture start- started in the middle east we always thought that probably it started in europe or you know america or somewhere but we get to l- learn about a lot of th- things which surprises and by learning from the past what we can do is like not commit the mistakes which has already been committed because uh, like take let's take an example of coding okay so a person has uh, done some coding for some program and you want to integrate the same thing to your some one of your, one of the project you are doing so uh, instead of starting over from scratch you can just look at the other person's program if it's like privacy policy allows you can just look at the other person's coding and figure it out on your own so uh, there are a lot of uh, advantages of learning history because it teaches us a lot of things and stays us away from making mistakes which has been done in the past because the first person who had done the coding uh, from which you are uh, taking content uh, he he or she might have gone through a lot of uh, error correction and all that so when you look at it you don't have to go through the same mistakes again you can just save a lot of time and energy yeah, that is what is called open source in our uh, field of work open source technologies okay okay the one where you can share things without Yeah yeah that's right uh, see um i think the one of the main reasons why we never had a world war 3 in the all these years is because people still remember what happened in world war 2 and that is again the reason we never had any more atom bomb explosions after that because people know what happens um, you know if you explode a nuclear weapon um i remember watching a movie called the edge of tomorrow uh, it's a tom cruise movie uh, i don't know how it was not extremely great movie or something but they had a similar concept where uh, he's a soldier or something this takes place in future and the way they do the mission is uh, i don't exactly remember but he keeps dying you know uh, continuously like he tries to do a mission and midway through it he'll die then he wakes up again from the start i mean start in the sense in where the movie starts uh so he remembers the, everything up to the moment he died so he knows what to correct in the last moment to escape dying he keeps doing that doing in that and he keeps moving forward in the mission so that's like going back in the history and learning stuff kind of a thing yeah there are like two other movies which i can remember which follows the same kind of pattern it is source code mm. one is source code and uh, the other one is doctor strange i'm not sure if you have watched doctor strange no, but the ending is some, is some something similar where he uh, goes back in time and comes back he dies again goes back in time so uh, yeah that's the thing once you learn from history you get to not make the same mistakes which has been done in the past and also by learning history you get to learn what to do like it 
improves your decision making skills and also you know uh, by reading a lot about all these things you get to uh, get in touch with the uh, the literature part of history like how people used to write and all that see if you look at history books there are different uh, authors who have written dis- history books right from uh, you know 15th century or like bc long back so the way writing has evolved through the years you'll get to learn by reading all these history books so actually uh, by learning history it also helps in other subjects too even english uh, if you look at my writing after reading a lot of books even like novels and all that which is part of history uh, i've learned how to project myself uh, through writing in a different way in a better way so history not just helps you uh, learn about the past but it also helps you improve your skills and also make the right decision your decision making skill is improved a lot by learning history because it teaches you what to do and what not to do but uh, the thing is if you go back in school and ask a student like do you like history do you like to sit through you know half an hour or like 45 minutes of history class and learn about the old culture and all that you know 90% would say no have you ever wondered why they don't like history i know why i never liked it because of the way it was being taught i have no offense to any of my teachers uh, because that is something that they have been told so the way it was done um was like it was taught like any other subject like uh, you know history should be uh, more like a storytelling kind of a thing right if i am being told about revolutions which have happened in other countries or the way people have tried to travel around the world or uh, beat the history of world war world war and all that stuff it should not be projected in the in a way that it's a, it's a boring subject like i remember there was this uh, essay which was supposed to be written about um world war the occupation of russia and what's that potsdam conference and all that if you ask me i don't remember any of the things which were uh, you know which i learned from school i remember the things which i've read afterwards about these things when i really got interested in uh, uh history that is because when i was reading it i read it like a story which happened in the past right it's a real story that took place so that is more interesting rather than being forced to remember dates and events and the names of people and how it connected and all that it was really difficult so when you write an essay when we were in school it had to be exactly the way it is written in the text right you can you cannot miss out wherein the essence of history lies in understanding the events why, why they happened what did people do uh, you know as a result of it and how it changed the world how was it impacting the decisions that people took after the event those that is the way it should be taught and in even in uh, board exams the thing is that they just want a replica of the entire textbook that you have uh, you know it's very difficult to and boring to read also even if you look at hi- indian history social reforms so uh, sati was abolished there is more emphasis on the date and the year and uh, you know uh, all the other stuff rather than putting emphasis on why it came to be in the first place and why was it abolished and how it changed the society afterwards how it empowered women and what is its impact in the present society and how we can learn from that and if you want a, a reform to come in how do you bring that in what were the methodologies followed by these reformers and how can you impart them in your daily life instead of that 
the place of uh, you know place where the charter was done and uh, written up and the place where the discussion happened and what shape the table was that is all nonsense right and that's <laughs> not a table yeah. conference <laughs> that's not important man what was the things that were discussed and how it came to be those are the important things according to you know what i think yeah the sati incident i remember because uh, it it was just one paragraph which we have in the history textbook you know sati was abolished in this year and raja ram mohan roy was the main person behind it but and we would think about it like you know sati it's something like a, a widow uh, a lady she has to uh, sacrifice herself during the cremation of her husband that sounded odd but we didn't know that why it was done and what is the what was what were the social issues which caused this to happen and why it was abolished so uh, yeah it's, that, it's like learning the icing just learning the icing and not uh, getting a piece of the cake if uh, i would say the way it should have been uh, should be like okay there was this practice called sati which existed and what was the historical past of india and what was the reason behind such practices being followed in india and how was it affecting the population of women and how was it affecting their life and their progress and stuff like that and abolishing it what difference did it make right uh, and they also speak about uh, emancipation of women and providing education to them instead of focusing on the names and the places where it were, it was done yes those are important i'm not saying that they are not because you need to know who are the ones who have done this you should it should be more focused on the lessons learned after that and how it transformed the society right and uh, we have learned a lot about different dynasties of rulers ruling india and more emphasis has been given on the number of battles and all that stuff it's also important i would say but what was its effect on the india in the modern age what are the different different i remember there is we have this world book encyclopedia and childcraft books right the way history is being explained in that is so interesting so i remember a, a story about chandragupta maurya which we have never seen in any of the history texts where he is watching a mother feeding her kid um, and the food is hot so she tells the kid to eat from the sides rather than from the center where the food is you know little cold up uh, this sparks his mind and he understands how to conquer a you know a nation which he's been trying to do a lot of time so he'll slowly conquer from the side so that's kind of putting history in a in a in a uh, you know way of a storytelling right so you will be interested in such stories and in the end you'll get the essence that this guy had conquered this much area and that was uh, that was what he's famous for and many many other similar stuff that puts some interest in the mind of this kid who is trying to learn rather than coming and just blandly telling that oh we had this person come and do and this was the date it was done it was in bombay calcutta and calcutta was the first capital of india and all these number of people attended remembering the names of the people who were prominent it doesn't matter right you can always look up these things in any of the books in library why do i need to learn history by heart exactly because you know the facts and figures you can look it up at any time you want but the reason why all these things uh, happened is what you, you should learn why why such a moment uh, came into existence and talking about chandragupta maurya that story i still remember reading it and uh, it was kind of like very sparkly in my head you know when i read that i was like oh wow that's that's how you should teach and if you look into it there is another example which is similar to that like conquering another country you have the uh, trojans 
they they were clever so they attacked the nation from within so you have like interesting examples in history where you can learn about stuff without learning facts and figures yeah trojans is a good example uh, computer crackers and hackers took a lesson from it and they created the trojan horse uh, spyware and viruses and all that stuff so those are the ones which are hidden in normal looking programs the moment you install them the virus spreads into your computer so and again it is the same thing you don't need to learn anything by heart even in programming field we have so many things that you get overwhelmed with remembering all these things so what you do is if you know how to architect a software writing code is just referring to internet googling it and you know finding th- stuff in stack overflow but the way we are being interviewed is looks like you know you should be remembering everything so that is a basic something is wrong with the uh, way things are done in the society so this learning history is one such thing so i think it's all about you know indexing things and uh, teaching what is relevant instead of going behind facts and figures so uh, i had come across this uh, ted talk by um, thomas ketchel so he was talking about how history should be taught in in modern you know 21st century so what he is uh, saying is that you have to implement modern technology into teaching but uh, it's something which is frowned upon right now you know using internet phones or you know laptop and all that stuff to teach history so one experiment that he conducted was uh, to recreate past events using twitter so uh, what he did was he took one incident which happened in 1950s and uh, tweeted about it as if it's happening right now so mm-hmm. think about it uh, let's take take an example of kalinga war so ashoka is going to attack kalinga so you have twitter back then think about it you are putting hashtag attack kalinga and uh, on my way to uh, kalinga with my uh, you know huge for- force of 10000 people so like right up to date uh, updates are put up on twitter <laughs> you know the problem with doing that yeah the uh, kalinga will, will get, get to know yeah the, <laughs> Kalinga will get to know about your uh, every single move. But that's not the thing. Like, uh, for yeah, teaching purposes. It might purpose, be like right? a more more like a live commentary thing, which which is what I think, uh, who was a person who had that BBC commentary on Martian? Uh, Orson Welles. Orson Welles, yes. Yeah, so such an interactive way of teaching would help uh, students to understand history better rather than uh, going straight forward and learning facts and figures because if i look back into the indian history which i've learned one point which uh, chance about the rest is the, like the 1857 sepoy mutiny but uh, other than knowing that it happened in 1857 i don't remember anything else why did it happen and what was the reason behind it it's just the date which i know and i don't know why it happened or like what is the essence of this happening and how did it transform india to form a union and fight against british that's the problem with the teaching uh, history teaching which is present currently you have to make it interactive and let the students know uh, present it to them in a fun way and one other issue which we face right now is that there are a lot of history stuff which is outdated which the current students or the the current generation does not have to know think about it you you are taught about the renaissance period and how the architecture is uh, used to be back then how they used to construct buildings chapels and all that 
okay if you are an architect if you are planning to be an architect learning all those things will help you but uh, if you are just a history major what is the point of learning all these things if you are not going to implement it in the future so we have to segregate what is relevant and not relevant and teach students accordingly if they are planning to take it ahead they should be taught more about it rather than you know uh, everyone uh, being presented with the same kind of bread if they can't take bread let them eat cake louis 16's wife but it's wrongly credited actually nobody said that no, but it's fun man like i mean it's like the fake news that people are spreading these days this is one very early version of it yeah but the thing is because uh, of that rumor right we still remember what happened there yeah that's how history should be taught that's how history should be taught so uh, history should be learned because it'll keep you humble and one more thing is that uh, considering ha- the way of living uh, the lifestyle is right now if you go back like 500 years or like 1000 years back it was pathetic you know the society was like a lot more aggressive and you know people used to be killed for uh, absolutely no reason so uh, learning history will also uh, make you humble and you will be like oh wow uh, my life is not that bad as the uh, so called witch they killed like 500 years ago so it will also like make you a little bit happier knowing that you are living in a better era where you have all the kind of technology and you're living with all con- uh, comfort not having to go fetch water from like 5 kilometers away and all that so uh, even though i used to love history there was a point uh, in 10th so uh, let me ask you one thing Uh, during 10th you had this textbook which was full of uh, indian history and world war and all that right yes yes right so uh, when i reached 10th grade uh, i got my history textbook first first thing i checked was if it if there was world war mentioned in it and i was shocked and saddened to see that there was only one chapter which mentioned world war and it was all about hitler and there was no proper teaching in that like it it just gave you like all the unnecessary facts so i was very disappointed but uh, because i already knew it it was okay but there was another chapter which was all about uh, this nomadic group which uh, is there in the northern plains like afghanistan uh, kashmir and himalayas called the gujar bakarwal uh-huh. have you heard about them i don't remember you don't remember right same here so for my 10th grade i had to learn about this nomadic tribe which existed in kashmir and himalayan areas who lived by taking care of goats and i had to write answers regarding that in my 10th grade board exams what is the point of learning that how is it going to help me in the future yeah that's the point with everything right yeah so when you think about history there should be a major reform in how it should be taught and whoever thinks that history is something which is not needed to be taught in classes uh, should know that if germany had learned history properly they wouldn't have conquered russia yeah. they would have ended up learning they should have the learned. mistakes from napoleon yeah they should have read more about napoleon so yeah that's it